Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. As you may have noticed in the title, this is an updated and rebroadcast episode. I'm going to be taking a couple weeks off and have already started, actually. While I was recording the episode on burnout, the idea of taking time off really hit home, and so I've scheduled some. But I didn't want to leave you all high and dry while I'm off, so I've updated two episodes that I felt were particularly important to me. This week, we're going to be hitting Working with Your ADHD. One of my biggest struggles with ADHD often comes from my belief that if I just tried harder, I'd be able to overcome anything that my ADHD was throwing at me. But surprise, surprise, that just isn't the case. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at why we don't want to just keep trying to do the same things that neurotypicals do, why we struggle so much with the idea of just trying harder, and also some of the strategies that are best going to support your ADHD brain. If you'd like to follow along on the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com workingwith. All right, keep on listening to find out the best ways we can work with our ADHD. Despite my best intentions, I'll often find myself drawn to articles like 10 Productivity Tips That Will Change The Way You Work. And even though I know better, I'll think to myself about how it seems like the author is speaking to me, that these are the problems I face every day. And I'll go, well, if everybody is dealing with these problems, maybe everyone's a little ADHD. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. It's always a delight, right? But then I remember, I'm not a little ADHD sometimes. I'm ADHD all day, every day. The things I do to stay more focused are usually good ideas for everyone, but they aren't just a good idea for me. They tend to be a necessity for me. It isn't that without doing those things, I'd get less work done. It's that I'd get no work done. It's easy to get caught up in what neurotypicals do for productivity, and we can forget that we're not neurotypical. We forget that sometimes we need to do things differently because our brains are wired differently. And it's exhausting trying to pretend that we're neurotypical. Even though neurotypicals will struggle with a lot of the same issues that we are struggling with, it doesn't mean we should always be trying the same techniques to get over those hurdles. Working with your ADHD brain is all about finding the strategies that work with your brain and avoiding the ones that are going to cause it problems. Easier said than done. I consume a lot of information, be it from podcasts, books, or articles on the web, and a good portion of that material is on how I can improve my life. While some of this stuff has been easy to implement, there has also been so much that I've struggled to put into practice. I'm sure most of you have felt the same way, and it isn't a problem unique to ADHD. Most people don't do all the things they hear about. But there is an extra layer when you've got ADHD, because many of these strategies we learn about just aren't going to work with our ADHD brains. David Allen's Getting Things Done comes to mind, GTD for short. While I appreciate and use parts of the GTD method, there are other parts that are not that ADHD friendly. For example, when you are asked to identify tasks, if something is going to take less than five minutes, you are supposed to just do it when you think of that task. I can see some wisdom in this idea because it prevents you from building up a surplus of some of those smaller mundane tasks. But let's be honest here. What's your track record on identifying which tasks actually take you less than five minutes? Off the top of my head, I can only think of a couple things that might count here, like taking out the trash. But more often than not, those tasks take more than five minutes and sometimes lead to a series of tasks. Okay, let's take out the trash. 
Uh-huh, I need to replace the trash bag now. Oh, and we're out of them under the sink, so let's just go into the garage, and the garage light is out. I should replace that too. Yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot to derail me, so I've got to focus on not getting derailed. But my biggest struggle when I get too caught up in what neurotypicals are doing is that I find myself in a mentality that I just need to try harder. Now, while sometimes there really are issues of just needing to put in more effort, more often than not, I'm already trying really hard. Just trying harder in those situations is going to drive me crazy and probably kill my self-esteem. I see this in so many areas of my life, from sleep problems to my eating habits to how often I'm going to the gym to how much work I'm putting into this podcast. <sighs> so how do we know when we don't just have to try harder? Well, that's a tough question. We've got a lot stacked against us here. I'm sure many of you have wrestled a lot with the word lazy. I don't know how many times I've directly been called lazy. Instead, I generally got the, you're smart, you just need to apply yourself more. And so while the word lazy wasn't used all that often, it was still the message I was getting, and enough so that it definitely became a defining part of my self-talk. But even after dropping the word lazy from how I describe myself, I'm still finding myself struggling with the idea that I could just try harder. I could do so much more. And I mean, I know I could work harder. I could stop watching TV. I could get up earlier. And we'll just forget that I have some sleep problems, right? Get even less sleep and work even harder? Great plan. Or I could work longer. I could just will myself to stay focused longer and get more done. But you know as well as I do, that just doesn't work. So now I'm going to drop a phrase I've kind of learned to hate, but does apply here. You've got to work smarter, not harder. In this case, smarter means we're trying something different. We don't need to beat our heads against the wall just trying to work harder. What I want to be able to do is to be able to follow through with the work I intend to do. When you've got ADHD, this means focusing on using strategies that are going to work with your brain. If you're already working hard and not getting the results, working harder isn't going to solve your problems. You can't just apply more effort and magically create results that weren't happening in the first place. Something needs to change. For me, that means I can't just try and brute force myself into doing a task. I've got to find other solutions. I've got to plan ahead and leave more room in my schedule than I think I'm going to need. And it means accepting certain limitations in what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if I want to do it all if I can't manage to do it. It might feel unfair sometimes, but those are the cards I got dealt. If I'm not working with what I have, I'm just going to be sabotaging myself. And you know what? It's okay to do less. You don't always have to be doing more. We've got this idea in our head that there always has to be more. When I started really planning my days using accurate time measurements, one of the most important things I was forced to realize is that there is a limited amount of time in the day. It seems obvious now, but honestly, I used to try and pack so much into my day that no amount of time management would have made it work. Time blindness makes it really easy to completely overschedule our days, and we don't need to do that. I'm not going to tell you that when we do less that we are actually doing more, what we are going to do, however, is more of the stuff that matters, because when you are making the hard choice of doing less, you have to choose to focus on what matters most. To get the most out of your ADHD brain, the most important thing you can do is embrace that you have ADHD. Accepting your ADHD isn't always easy. It certainly hasn't been for me. I've struggled a lot with accepting my ADHD. It mostly comes out with what I described earlier, where deep down, I feel like it really is just that I'm not trying hard enough. But that belief has never served me. It makes things worse, and it's just taking me down the wrong path. But there are ways we can help ourselves in accepting our ADHD. First, let's talk about education. 
Understanding how our brains work allows us to arm ourselves with better strategies, and I do mean strategies with a plural. We aren't always going to be using the same strategy for everything. Sometimes strategies need to change. For example, sometimes I need to spend some time journaling before I start writing, while other times I'm better served by taking a walk first or talking through an idea with a friend. No one strategy is going to be our ultimate strategy for everything. This podcast has been an excellent way for me to educate myself even more on ADHD. There is so much to keep learning about what's going on with our brains that we don't even know about. It's all those unknown unknowns. These episodes take a lot of time to research, and then when I'm done with that research, I have to break it down into ways I can explain. One of my biggest goals for this podcast is for it to be a place where people can find reliable information, because, well, unfortunately, there is a lot of bad info out there. But even more than education, the best thing I've found for accepting my ADHD is community. I was 26 when I got diagnosed, and I remembered at one point my doctor asking if I thought I had ADHD, and it kind of just stumped me. I just thought everyone's brain worked the way mine did. Or at least I didn't think I was that drastically different. Like, sure, I'm pretty weird, but we all process things the same, right? Apparently not. It wasn't until years later when I went to the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability groups that I found myself in a group where I could be like, oh, hey, everyone's brain here is just like mine. The mirroring effect of seeing people dealing with the same problems I was dealing with was just so reassuring that I wasn't broken. And it was that, hey, me too, that really got me over the hump of accepting my own ADHD. There are a lot of places where you can not only get education, but also community. You can find a local CHAD group, and that's Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, which is a nationwide support and advocacy group for ADHD. And you can also find groups on places like meetup.com or on Facebook. Reddit.com has a great active community on the ADHD subreddit. Although, let me temper excitement for some of these online groups. Without proper moderation, online groups can be a bit of a mess, and even more so for a group with ADHD. If you can find a private group like the one Eric Tivers runs for the ADHD Rewired Facebook group, you are going to be much better off than with a group that's open to just anyone. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's top tips. 1. Pretending that we're neurotypical is exhausting and will lead us to using the wrong strategies for our brains. 2. We shouldn't focus on just trying harder. It's okay to do less, especially when you are staying focused on what matters most. 3. The best strategies for working with your ADHD start with accepting your ADHD. Make time to educate yourself about what's really happening in your ADHD brain and get involved with your local and online ADHD communities. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HackingYourADHD, or you can connect with me over at HackingYourADHD.com contact. If you'd like links or to read this episode's transcript, you can go to the show notes page at HackingYourADHD.com slash working with. If you're this far into the end of the show, you might also be interested in the other podcasts on the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. For in-depth interviews with fellow ADHDers and ADHD experts, check out ADHD Rewired with Eric Tivers. If you're a parent with ADHD or have a child with ADHD, definitely check out Brendan Mahan's show, ADHD Essentials. I listen to both shows and often come away with some great ideas on managing my own ADHD. It's been a pleasure, and until next time, stay curious. Thank you.